0: What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. We are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. This week on the podcast, we'll be talking about a big release in 4K Spotlight um, that maybe if I watch it a second time, I might change my mind on. I mean, I know I could have done that on Disney+, Plus, but I still haven't done that yet. Um... But yeah, uh, and then for uh, through the wall, we got a video game that we want to talk about or mostly that Caleb wants to talk about.
1: Um, <laughs> it's an interesting one to say the least. It, it's like I'm not the game is I'm not excited for as much as I am like
0: it, it's actually not, I'm not, we'll talk about, it, we'll get into it. <laughs> All right. Um, and then after that, we'll be moving on to our headliner, which uh, sorry, change of plans with that. Uh, so we were going to do The Woman King But uh, now we will be Hocus Pocus In preparation for the sequel um, So yeah uh, Caleb What do you say we get started? I say let's Do it
2: Hey guys, I'm Crash Host of the podcast Crash and Tez's Movie Seller On our show, me and my co-host Pick a new movie each week And rate each movie on a few categories That we think are important to making a great movie after we rate the movie, it gets a final rating, and that lands it somewhere on our seller scale, where it will get labeled as either a well, premium, or a top-shelf film. Catch us on platforms like Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Instagram, as Crash and Taz's Movie Seller. It's Crash, the letter N, Taz Movie Seller, with underscores in between each word. And on Facebook, Crash and Taz Movie Seller. Uh, where you, as a listener, can suggest movies for us to rate and also give us some constructive criticism to make the show more entertaining. Overall, don't forget to follow or subscribe and rate and review us and get ready for an entertaining show with us. See you guys then.
0: All right, so first up, 4K Spotlight. Uh, this week coming out will be Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, so if you guys haven't picked or picked up... Wow, it's not even out yet, Jonathan, you dumbass. Um, if you guys haven't been able to watch it yet, or if you haven't watched it on Disney Plus yet, here's your uh, chance to own it on 4K. Uh, so we'll be getting just a regular Blu-ray and 4K release, of course, along with a Best Buy exclusive seal book, Shocker. Um, uh, which, of course, I already pre-ordered because it doesn't matter even if I like hate a Marvel movie, which I haven't hated one yet. Yeah, I was Actually, say, wait, why no.
3: the hell
1: are you bringing that up? This movie wasn't like horrible.
0: No, it's not Thor Thor, uh, fo- Dark World. It's not Thor Dark World. Um, True. <laughs> but I own that on 4K Steelbook, too, because I'm a completionist. I have to have all the MCU movies on 4K Steelbook. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, of course, have already pre-ordered this. Um it's awesome because I love the cover art, actually, because it's I think this was the teaser poster when it's like Thor in his like um like sleeveless, like red jacket holding Stormbreaker. And he's like freaking like on t- like standing on top of a cliff and like holding Stormbreaker to the sky. And just there's lightning all around. Do you remember that teaser poster at all? Yes, I'm looking at it right now and it is yeah. freaking sick. Right? I've, it's a great Steelbook. I have great choice of uh, cover art for the Steelbook. Um, so, I, di- I mean, honestly, I doubt you guys will even have to pre-order this. Uh, usually Marvel Steelbooks, um, they always have, like, a shit-ton store the first day. I don't know. It might sell out within the first day. But I think as long as you go out, if you want it, and get it the for, like, at least the first week... Uh, you should be good to go. You shouldn't have any problems. Um, with other exclusives, um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that Target is just done with their uh, Digipacks because I haven't seen one since was light. Was it Lightyear? Or was, it, was it the Was it the last Marvel movie? I can't remember. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, no Target exclusive, but. We are getting another, um, uh, Disney Movie Club exclusive. Um, it's just an exclusive slipcover. Um, and, for the longest time, it uh, used to be that this was the only way that you could get a slipcover on a Blu-ray is if you got it through the Disney Movie Club, but it seems that might change after Thor Love and Thunder um, because the regular Blu-ray release of this, from the looks of it, does come with a slipcover, so it's really weird, but at least the slipcover with this one is definitely different. Um, from the regular version, cause the regular version is just the poster. Um, whereas the, uh, Disney movie club one is literally, it's, it's a, I've never seen this poster, so it's a brand new release to me. Um, but it looks really cool. Um, so if you guys want to, uh, go about that, um, you can get that from the Disney movie club, the Disney movie club is like so weird cause, um, like I signed up for it and it's pretty cool. But so you're shipped, how many is it? I think it's four free movies. You choose four movies, um, for, no, I think it's like for a dollar. But then you have two years to purchase, it's either four or five, like, um, titles from them, whether it be their featured titles, um, or just titles they have on their website. Um, and like usually, they range from like twenty five to thirty bucks. Um, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not. I mean, and they're pretty and cool editions. So. In the span of a, of a year or two years, two
1: years. Yeah, that's nothing.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty. And like honestly, because I picked up, um, even though I got the Steelbook, I also got the uh, exclusive um, Lightyear uh, cover, just because that was the only way that you could actually get a slipcover for that one. Um, but yeah i mean uh if you don't what's the word um get or if you don't purchase the five movies within two years um you are charged for all of the movies that you got for a dollar so that would rack up pretty fast considering those are about all about like 25 bucks um but i mean some of the movies that are on there it's your only way to get them on blu-ray like um I was able to get Holes and a Goofy movie and that's the only place that you can find those movies on blu-ray
1: damn
0: yeah that's not a so. horrible deal
1: like when you No the I like it so things. far
0: yeah and like honestly after you do those five I can't remember if it's 4 or 5 um but anyway after you've done that you've completed your uh what you need to do there's no membership fee you're just free to use it as much as you want. Nice. So I think it's pretty cool. That sounds really cool. So, and uh, with every, uh seems like with uh, almost every, like, movie club exclusive that you get, um, you get, like, a free lithograph. So, That's not bad. like, yeah, because uh, I just barely got Lightyear. year um and it comes with a lithograph of him like shooting his laser towards zerg that's cool Looks, yeah it's pretty cool i'm yeah like, it, i'm, it does, I'm pretty not, happy so far
1: i mean it's not like a huge thing but it's just like one of those like i appreciate it
0: <laughs> yeah lithographs are always cool hmm. um then one more exclusive um damn you rose oh some, one more thor love and thunder Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still Thor, Love, and Thunder. (laughs) So I was thinking, wait, what the hell did I do?
1: I was going to say, like, you son of a bitch! Like, I asked you! (laughs) 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 Never mind. (laughs) Disregard
0: that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so final exclusive for Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, And it's a Walmart exclusive, and this is just what Walmart's been doing, and it's just weird. What the hell? I didn't click on that. (laughs) What? I freaking clicked on the picture of Thor, the the exclusive, and apparently, like, it sw- like pushed it down really fast, and so it made me click on a freaking eBay ad for a freaking Stonehenge thing. What the hell am I gonna do with that shit? Good <laughs> hell. Anyway, the Walmart exclusive of Thor11 Thunder comes with a limited edition enamel pin. Okay, hammer. You can give this
1: shit all you want. <laughs> I will say this. What I really appreciate about that is that pin matches almost exactly to the pins that I got when I bought Marvel's Avengers. Okay, fair. And so it, it feels like I could add that to my collection of pins and and feel like I have like a a Jane Foster Thor pin.
0: Am I going mean, like, to no? But I was gonna say, is Caleb about to buy a physical media? No, or buy physical I, media. I mean,
1: if I wanted it that bad, I think I'd go on eBay and try and find someone selling just the <gasps> pin. I knew it. Ah, you asshole! I know. It's, well, it's just like I'm not a big fan of this artwork. Like I'm it's not different. Either. It's different, like, I'll give them that, but not my favorite. Did you see the Disney Movie Club one? Is that the one with, like, the lightning
0: trip? Uh, Let me double check. I think it is. Wait,
1: it's the what? Hold on. I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Is it the one where they're standing in front of the planet?
0: Yeah. I and mean, you got gore in the background. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. That one's like... I wish Jane was rid- in a different pose, though. Yeah, it's an odd pose. I think that's what ruins it for me. Like, Thor, Valkyrie, and Korg are fine. But, yeah, Jane, hers just is kind of weird. I think they should have had them standing, like, side by side. Yes.
1: That would have been perfect. Like, Thor holding Stormbreaker on the left and then Jane holding Mjolnir on the right. Like, in the exact same pose. Just kind of creating, like, a Y.
2: Yeah, that
1: would have been awesome. That would have been super cool. And then, like, and then throw, like, the. I would, like, shrunk down. Like, I would scoot Thor over a little bit, like, in the exact same pose. Scoot Valkyrie over a little bit. Scoot Korg over just a hair, so we could get that exact same pose with with Jane, and then Korg in the like more above the the planet instead of off to the side.
0: Yeah, I f- I feel that would have made a lot more sense. But it's not awful. No, it's it's not awful. It, I mean, it's decent for what it is. Yeah, agreed. Um. But yeah, that's it for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. So, comes out tomorrow. For you know, considering we release this podcast on Mondays, um. So yeah, if you guys want to pick up Thor: Love and Thunder, be sure to go pick her up a copy. Hell yeah. Uh, moving on to our through the wall segment. Um, Caleb. I believe there's an Iron Man video game you want to talk about.
1: Yes, there is. We do not have any information on this game. So, that's just a heads up there. It is an Iron Man game and is being released by Motive Studios. Now, this is where they kind of got me. Like... I do, like like, it's, it's an interesting one because it's like, I don't quite know. I've never done, like, the campaign on either of these games. I've played the multiplayer of them. I've never done the campaign. So I have no idea how good or not good their campaigns are. Okay. But the two games that they have released so far is Star Wars Battlefront 2 and oh, Star God. Wars Squadrons. Yeah, I didn't play either. I I kind of assumed you. Would, I'm I'm a little surprised you haven't played Battlefront, but
0: not that surprised. Can't, okay, We talked like the Battlefront that came out when we were kids, or like the newer Battlefront.
1: The newer Battlefront.
0: Okay, yeah, I didn't. So well, I didn't play either. Um, you didn't. But... <laughs> <laughs> Why did it matter? Because <laughs> I wanted to see which one. <laughs> oh shit. Dude, the only but, Star Wars games I played growing up were Lego Star Wars and then Episode Three.
1: <laughs> yeah, so th- so Motive it kind of falls under the EA like window. Okay. Technically, so they didn't they didn't work on Jedi Fallen Order, which both of us know. Jedi Fallen Order is a kick ass game. Oh, yeah. Great Star Wars game. Star Wars Squadrons and Battlefront, they are very fun multiplayer games. Like, extremely fun. I don't know how the... Like I said, I don't know how the campaigns are on those. Um, But that does bring up an interesting question about this Iron Man game. Is this going to be a solely single-player campaign game, or are they going to somehow manipulate this into... A multiplayer game.
0: I mean, would we assume that the second player would be War Machine? That's what I don't know. It's
1: because... Like, the thing that's got me worried about this, and the reason I wanted to talk about this, is because Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Squadrons are famously multiplayer and they do have another game that's supposedly going to be coming out in 2023, but it's a remake, so it's not, like, their original game. Mm. Okay. So, that's, it's it's got me a little worried, because it's like, how would a, what
0: would a multiplayer Iron Man look like? Uh, I mean, as long as it's better than Iron Man 2, the video game, um... Did That's you enjoy the fir- the the first Iron Man game? Because I didn't. Ah, uh, uh, it was it was hit and miss for me, dude. Iron remember- Man difficult. I found it so. It was a bitch. Difficult. Oh, dude, me and my cousin actually played a lot of it together, and he he mostly did all the difficult parts. But so like the I entire a f- game, yeah, basically. <laughs> I think I did like the first two uh, levels, the one where you escape the cave and then uh, the one where you're testing out Mark 2. But yeah, I think after you, we got, he got Mark 3, he just took over and I just watched. Fair. Funny story about that, though, that game is so, um, I think it was like the week that it went, uh, it came, it, it released, um, and, uh, my grandma took me to go buy it from GameStop. And I'm not lying about this. The freaking employee there is just like, are you sure you want to buy this, kid? Have you seen the reviews on this? I heard it sucked. I'm like, yeah, I still want to buy Iron Man, the video game. You should have listened to him. I should have, (laughs) but I was a kid that wanted to be Iron Man, okay? Yeah, unfortunately, they did not give us that.
1: No, they did not. So what's got me? Like I said, squadrons and Battlefront Two are two famously multiplayer games. Hmm. So it's like what I'm afraid that they're going to do is turn it into like a build your own Iron Man game, where you like compete against other Iron Men, and I'm like, that's just yeah, that yeah, just kind of sounds dumb.
0: I mean, going around like building your own suit. Iron Man suit, that does sound kind of cool. I just don't... I just feel like I would probably like F it up and it would just look like shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest
0: here. Dude, that's, that's how I feel too.
1: It's just like... I don't know how I feel about it. The Like, the graphics on Battlefront and Squadrons, they they are incredible. I've played Squadrons before. I've played both of these before. The, the uh, graphics and the like, everything that they're able to pull off in that way look fantastic. It's just gameplay is super difficult. for At least for me, maybe. I'm just super shitty at, like, first-person shooters.
0: Oh, I am too, man. Or okay.
1: third-person shooters, I guess. Um, And then same thing with, like, flying. Like, anything in a vehicle, I really suck at. But everyone says, like, hey, if you... If, you, like, if you're a decent driver, but you like suck at games that require driving or maneuvering or whatever, you should
0: try getting joysticks. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, dude, I'll fully admit, when it came to freaking flying as Iron Man in Marvel's Avengers, I sucked at that, too. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. It wasn't great
1: in the, in the game, too. So it's, it, that's what's got me worried. Iron Man hasn't had a good game.
0: <laughs> I mean, may- maybe... You never know. Maybe it will be a tale like Insomniac Spider-Man. But, I mean, Spider-Man is... Ins- uh, don't get me wrong. Sp- Insomniac Spider-Man is fantastic. But even if that sucked, we still had Spider-Man 2. The video game. So,
1: yeah. Uh, so, it's it's got me concerned. I wish... That someone would freaking nut up and release an Ant-Man game. Dude. Like, seriously, though. Straight up. I was recently playing a game with my wife. It's called It Takes Two. And it's this... You play as this couple that are going through like, a divorce. And... You get magically transported into your child's dolls. And... It's cool cuz you have to like
0: work collaboratively to get
1: through the levels.
0: Didn't you like show me a teaser of that when I was out I there? might have. I think you did.
1: Yeah, but it's it's super cool. Like one of the fr- like the first level that you do, one of the like the power-ups that you get is as the husband you get th- some nails that like that you can throw into stuff and like retrieve like you whistle and then they come back to you, and then the wife gets a hammer. And then the the hammer can be used to swing on the nails, so you kinda have to throw the nails into the wall so you can like create a ladder to swing up and get to higher places. That's Super fast. cool. Right? Super cool. We had we've just completed this space level, and she had like anti gravity boots, and my character could grow and shrink. And it was, it made me want an Ant-Man game so bad. Because one of the... Fair fair enough. And it was like, one of the things that you had to do, she had to use her anti-gravity boots to get to a lever on top of a door. And it like changes her gravity. So she was able to like walk up the wall onto the ceiling, jump up, grab this door, lift it up just a little bit. And I had to shrink down to run through it. But when, so when it shrunk me down, it like shrinks my, my point of view. So everything around me like grows giant and it takes me forever to walk across to shit. So it's like, I don't want to be little very long and then I can grow big. And so one of the things that was really cool is, um, there were these hanging planets because everything's like kind of a toy, like looks like how a kid would set it up. So there's this hanging planet, and I had to shrink, or I had to shrink down to get, like, past it. And then I, like, became normal-sized, did a couple things, and then Brielle was able to jump on the planet. And then I grew grew giant, and then I punched the planet, and it helped her swing so she could jump onto a, a platform. Like, That's a- Super cool, and it's just the mechanics of being able to grow and shrink, just made me want a an Ant Man game even more. Yeah, so that's I, that's completely fair. I, I want one so bad, <laughs> like so freaking bad. And I'm I'll be real. I'm I'm kind of bummed out. We're getting an Iron Man game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean it's fair. I mean Iron Man is, has kind of been done to death, so I get you. Maybe not as much as yeah, Spider-Man. I,
1: mean, I it's not necessarily that he's been done to death. It's more he just hasn't been done right. Fair enough. Like in Marvel's Avengers, it's just kind of like flying's a bitch, fighting's a bitch. It's
0: like everything freaking sucks about that game. Which I'm surprised that they're still releasing content for it. Dude, like straight up. I'll still get notifications of them being like, oh, hey, you know, like this new skin is available in the marketplace tomorrow. I'm like, hey, y'all you are don't... still releasing shit?
1: Yeah, it's like, I don't
0: give a flying shit. I <laughs> mean, that that classic Hawkeye one that they unveiled, that looked pretty freaking cool. Like classic Clint like Hawkeye? We, y- yeah, we talking like purple cow and all.
1: Okay, I have not seen that yet. Oh, dude, it's so cool! Like, when the last time I looked, they just released a Stark outfit for, um, Kate Bishop, and I'm like, I don't oh, care. Those are yeah. the worst outfits. Yeah, true. Isn't that like the shitty? I thought you didn't like that outfit.
0: Wait, we talk like we. We talking classic Hawkeye, right, yeah, wait I mean I don't love it, but I mean it's still you know Hawkeye, so I still enjoy it. I mean, I definitely do like the ultimate Hawkeye look more, but I mean, it's still cool that that they incorporated it in I'm not sure if i'm if I'm looking at this right outfit
1: wait when did that one come out? That one came out in March, so it's probably not that one.
0: Yeah, no, this one came out, like, last
1: week, I think. Last week? Yeah. I'm not seeing this outfit. Here, one second. The comic book outfit? Yeah. Alright, let me let me check this one out. Maybe if my internet wants to frickin' work.
0: Oh, that looks a lot better. Okay, yeah. Right? So it's the the same one, right?
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah, remember that freaking bullshit one that they tried pulling off as the classic costume? Yep, I do. That one looks so
0: stupid. This one looks so much better. Oh, yeah. I love how they even made his uh, bow yellowish looks more of a gold but yeah. I'll, I'll still take it but that's that's a really nice nod to the OG comics yeah that looks way better than i thought it was going to <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay but yeah like it's so surprising that they're still releasing stuff for that game like they're p- still planning on doing a full winter soldier release
0: but but it's barely making money <laughs> i know i
1: feel like they're losing money at this point
0: Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I don't think Square Enix has anything else in the works, so they're I know. Like, <laughs> That's the might part. as well. They're mil- just like, milk this shit all dry. I know, right? And it's. Like,
1: if you remember, like, the big ass list of freaking characters that they were supposed to release, like, they've released all the ones that they planned on releasing so far. Like, they released, like, a Jane Foster Thor, they released the Black Panther. Spider-Man was already kind of on that list, but whatever. Um yeah, both Hawkeye's Winter Soldiers apparently going through, so after that we're supposedly so like if they're going in order of the list, like we're supposed to get either She-Hulk or um Falcon. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm like, "Ooh, uh you sure you got the budget for this shit? I would love to put pl- my The issue with that game is there's no reason to go back. Like it, it's like it's dumb. It's dumb to go back. And it's like I don't want to just sit there and beat up bad guys as my favorite superhero. I want to like do shit that they would do as superheroes. Like I exactly. wanna use Captain America's shield to freaking stop a door from closing or use Thor's hammer to charge a uh some sort of technology to open up or overcharge it or just something like that's the kind of shit yeah. that I was expecting to do, but whatever yeah. anyway, that's my um big old rant about Marvel video games. They freaking suck.
0: (laughs) I actually have one thing to, well, not to add to this, but just one thing to bring up. Did you hear what happened over the weekend with Rockstar? No, really. So I I, like I. The only thing
1: I heard, like I've heard about Rockstar recently, is that they just completely abandoned
0: Red Dead Two online. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that Um, was a while ago. So, I don't know how much, it seemed like it was a couple hours worth, but someone leaked a bunch of Grand Theft Auto 6 in development footage. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, so, (laughs) like, yeah, you can, like, see the whole new weapons wheel, um, I mean, of course, you know, it's still in its early developments, but it's looking pretty freaking good, though. Um. Yeah, but yeah, like Rockstar had to come out and say like, oh, hey, you know, whoever this is going to be held accountable. It's not going to put a halt on production of Grand Theft Auto six. But like, I, honestly, for how bad it was, I was afraid that they were going to be like, hey, you know, just to show that person, we're going to screw all you people over. And like, not in a mean way, but be like, hey, you know, we need to teach someone a lesson. We're going to have to halt the production of GTA six for a minute.
1: I don't think leaks like that should halt production. Like if if it is like a genuine leak and not just like a a publicity stunt. Like
3: I feel like that definitely wasn't that.
1: I know, but I feel like that's kind of what Sonic the Hedgehog was. Like the leak of Sonic
0: was it was a publicity stunt? Yeah. I feel Rockstar is definitely better than that. They they won't release even a teaser trailer until they feel that it's ready. That's good. I appreciate the hell out of that. Oh, I do too. But, but yeah, I, from what I saw, I just want GTA Six already. <laughs> like what? So you saw a
1: new weapons wheel. What other stuff did you see?
0: Uh, mostly just like care like the uh, the female protagonist like just walking around um, you see how the strip club- clubs are going to look shocker <laughs> of course that, that's like footage that gets leaked um considering that um it's taking place um i think in like the florida area i think that's what they said um like you, like someone point said that like you can honestly feel like the freaking humidity on the characters like the like honestly even though it's in early development like the um the detail on the characters is already amazing like it's already a step up from GTA 5 I feel that is
1: awesome i i wonder if they're going to be as like as accurate with the map as grand theft auto 5 was with LA i don't know I mean, that'd be or awesome. Where, or wherever the hell. And, like, wherever Los Santos is supposed to be. like yeah, it's supposed to be Los Angeles. Okay, yeah. So I saw a video <laughs> of some guy. He says, like, hey, first time visiting, like, big Grand Theft Auto 5 fan visiting L.A. for the first time. And he's, like, walking around. He's, like, yo, I I know this place. <laughs> and he's going around. He's, like, like, I know these streets, dude. Like, like, oh my gosh! I know the, like the best place to go get this bitching car, dude, and <laughs> and he basically like walks through the entire like in, the entirety of L.A. and like t- shoots videos of all like the the landmarks from <laughs> GTA Five. Dude, that's bad. Like, even goes down to um, oh, what's the <sighs> Mike? Michael? Mike my- yeah, Michael. Okay, yeah, so he even goes as far as finding Michael's house.
0: Dude, that's freaking awesome.
1: I'm like, dude, that is the shit and, like, absolute commitment. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> dude, but, yeah,
1: he's Putting in almost as much commitment as freaking Rockstar did. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, it it makes me curious whether or not it's going to be that accurate with
0: Florida. I think that's where they I. I mean, I could be wrong where it's taking place, but just someone pointed out the humidity. So like, I swear someone pointed out like Florida. So. Yeah. So if it is Florida, we'll have to talk to
1: DJ and ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or take a road trip down there after we like explore the map. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That would be the shit, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that'd be
0: awesome. That'd be an awesome road trip. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but yeah. So, if you got I think the leaks are at least some are still available on YouTube, or you can probably find them somewhere. It once um, the leaks on the internet, like there's no getting it off. Yeah. So if you guys want to get a, a, it's rough. It's they're only a little bit into development. So like. I've seen like people like getting like so critical. I'm like, oh my god, it, like it doesn't, it like barely looks even finished. I'm like, yeah, no shit, they're ba- <laughs> <It's a> barely <laughs> finished game, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> they're barely into development. So shut your bitch ass up. I don't think GTA. We probably won't see GTA 6 until like 2025 or 2026. It's More gonna be Yeah, it's gonna be a minute. Yeah. It's it's gonna gonna be be... A minute. yeah. Consider freaking, did you know what was it? A couple days ago, uh, freaking GTA 5 turned uh, nine years old. Holy shit, dude. Y- yeah, that makes <laughs> me feel really freaking old. Like, God damn. <laughs> dude, we were seniors in high school when that movie came, that movie, that video game released. Holy shit, we were.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, I remember I didn't get that game until I was like already out of the house and married.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. Holy shit. If that doesn't freaking
1: make you feel <laughs> some not good things in your bones. Uh, dude, my bones never feel good. Mine either. No.
0: Yeah. Old age is catching up to us. It's hard yeah. being 26. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I will straight up tell myself... <laughs> you freaking forget, forget
1: say that when our demographics <laughs> people in their 40s.
0: <laughs> Dude, I will straight up admit, I wish that I could go back to how my back felt when I was 18. Because... My job has screwed my back up so bad. Like, I don't want to know how my back's going to feel when I'm 30. Yeah. I I don't want to know. I'm scared. Uh,
1: Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, moving on from that depressing statement.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, What do you say we move into our headliner of the evening? I say, let's do it. All right. All right. So for this week's headliner, we'll be breaking down the OG Hocus Pocus. I don't know why I made such an emphasis on that, but it's the OG. Um, Caleb, do you want to tell everybody how we break down movies on this podcast?
1: Hell yeah. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. All of those n- numbers get magically added up in our algorithm and spit out a letter grade for us to compare it, it to other movies of that grade and uh, it gives us a percentage so we can figure out where it, where it ranks within that, uh, that grade. So, with that, if you have not seen Hocus Pocus, it has been out longer than Rose and I have been alive.
0: And also, uh, it, to many, it's people's favorite Halloween movie, so where the hell have you been? Yeah. So, <laughs> you have absolutely no excuse for not having seen this. You, This is, like, one of the movies that, like, if you haven't experienced this movie, I feel sorry for you. Like, honestly... It's a good one, like yeah. It's even for being as old as it is. Yeah, it ain't that old, (laughs) but ninety three. Yeah, I mean, still that's
1: three, four years older than us. Yeah, fair enough. So let's see, nineteen ninety three for ninety six, where I was in ninety six, you were ninety
0: five. I mean, dude, you can count me so the 96. It, I barely, like, I know. literally... You, you I, barely yeah. made it into the 95. <laughs> an, an hour and... What was it? Like an hour and, like, 42 minutes, I think.
1: That's how how far away you were from being born in 90, 96?
0: Yeah, because I was born at 10.22 at night.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, I was that close. Dude, you made it in just <laughs> under the freaking wire. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, the freaking ball was getting ready to drop, and, <laughs> and Rose was like, here I come! <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. Alright, so, if 96, plus an additional three years, we're both 26, so 27, so 29, so it's almost 30 years
0: old. Holy shit. Damn! Damn! <laughs> And we're just now getting a sequel. What the hell? <laughs> no, dude.
1: Like, Whatever. holy shit. Am I personally? I, guess better late I than ever. I know. I personally would have waited an additional year. So it's like, hey, thirtieth year
0: anniversary. Finally
1: getting a a remake.
0: Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Been, that would have made it more special. But oh well. But still, freaking. <laughs> freaking hell dude (laughs) oh
3: yeah
1: so like i said if you have not seen this movie you have absolutely no excuse no so without further ado rose is about to read off the synopsis for the movie so spoiler alert
0: past this point on October 31st, 1693, in Salem, Massachusetts, Thackeray Binks, sounds like you're saying it with a lisp, like, sounds like you're bit. trying to say Zachary instead of you are saying Thackeray.
1: Dude, that I I forgot to turn on the subtitles when I was watching this, so that's what I kept thinking was happening.
0: That Yeah, like, literally when Bette uh, Midler tries to say it, it says Thackeray, it sounds like she's saying Zachary with a lisp. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I turned the subtitles on and
1: figured out, oh, they're Thang Thang Thackery.
0: (laughs) Apologies to anyone actually named Thackery out there.
1: I kind of want to Facebook that name while you talk just to see if there is anyone with that name.
0: Yes. Alright, Thackeray Binks witnesses his little sister, Emily, being whisked away to the woods by the Sanderson sisters, three witches named Winifred, Sarah, and Mary. Thackeray confronts the witches but fails to save Emily, and her life force is drained, making the witches young again. After that, Thackeray is transformed into a black cat by the witches, cursed to live forever with his guilt for not saving Emily. After discovering the children missing, the townsfolk arrest the sisters and sentence them to be hanged for the murder of Thackeray and Emily. Before their execution, Winifred casts a curse that will resurrect the sisters during a full moon on All Hallows' Eve if a virgin lights the black flame candle in their cottage. Thackeray decides to guard the cottage so no one can bring the witches back to life. Three centuries later, on October 31st, 1993, Max Dennison reluctantly takes his younger sister Danny out trick-or-treating where they meet Max's new crush, Allison. The three visit the former Sanderson Cottage, now a museum, where Max inadvertently re- resurrects the witches. The witches attempt to suck the soul of Danny, but Max comes to her rescue. Escaping, Max steals Winifred's spellbook on advice from the immortal Cat Binks. He takes the group to an old cemetery where they will be protected from the witches since it, since it is hollowed ground the witches eventually catch up to them at the cemetery where winifred raises her unfaithful lover billy butcherson from the grave and sends them after the children the witches pursue the children across town using mary's enhanced sense of smell winifred reveals that the spell that brought back only wor- brought them back only works on halloween and unless they can suck the life out of at least one child they will turn to dust when the sun rises after luring them to the high school the children trap the witches in a pottery kiln, and burn them alive. While the children are celebrating, the witch's curse revives them again. Not realizing the witches have survived, Max and Allison open the spellbook, hoping to reverse the spell on Binks. The open spellbook reveals the location of the group, and the witches track them down, kidnap Danny and Binks, and recover the spellbook. Sarah uses her singing to lure Salem's children to the Sanderson Cottage. Max and Allison free Danny and Binks by tricking the witches into believing that sunrise was an hour early. Thinking that they are done for, the witches panic and pass out, allowing Max, Danny, Allison, and Binks to escape. Back at the cemetery, Billy catches up to the children and takes Max's knife and cuts his stitched mouth open and insults Winifred before joining the children against the witches. The witches attack from the air and snatch Danny. Winifred attempts to use the last vial of potion to suck the soul from Danny. Binks knocks the potion out of her hand, which Max catches and promptly drinks, forcing the witches to take him instead of Danny. The sun starts to rise just as Winifred is about to finish training Max's life force. In the ensuing struggle, Allison, Danny, and Billy fend off Mary and Sarah. Max and Winifred, struggling in the air, fall onto the, ho- fall onto the hollowed ground in the cemetery, causing Winifred to turn into stone. As the sun finishes ri- finishes rising, um, wait. Sorry. As the sun finishes rising above the horizon, Mary and Sarah are disintegrated into dust along with Winifred's stone body. The witch's deaths break Thackeray's curse, allowing him to finally die and freeing his soul, reuniting him with Emily as they both head off into the afterlife while Billy returns to his grave to sleep. As the movie closes, Winifred's spellbook opens its eye once more, revealing that it is still alive, which means the witches could possibly return again someday. Um,
1: So I just looked up the name (laughs) Thackeray, and the first thing that I saw is a Facebook profile for a Thackeray Binks, which is a black cat. Okay. And Thackeray is a very common last name. Like in fact you that are makes actually sense. Yeah, in fact you're actually like someone in your life <laughs> um a Michaela. Her n- last name is Thackeray. It just Wait. says
0: you're Oh, I'm friends with her?
1: Yeah. Oh. A Michaela Thackeray. Does it? Is
0: is that her married last, name or maiden name?
1: I don't know. Okay. okay. But she is friends with a lot of people that we know. Huh. So, anyway. Probably shouldn't have said her name. <laughs> yeah, you might want to cut that out. I know, I might have to beep it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just, just... Note,
1: I'll, I'll make that note.
0: <laughs> good Good call. <laughs> Anyway Yeah, I mean I didn't that didn't even come to my mind. Uh maybe we shouldn't. Um
1: anyway, getting into the movie. I like I didn't realize it until you said something. I didn't realize why uh what's her face, Winifred turned into stone. Wait, you didn't what? I didn't
0: realize why she turned into stone. Yeah, I didn't e- yeah, dude, I didn't either. 'Cause that like 'cause I watch uh watched it again, of course, in preparation for this. And yeah, when she turned into stone and then Mary and um Sarah just um disintegrate. I'm like, wait, what why is Winifred the only one that turned to stone? So but now it makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh
1: Dude, this is is a real like somehow even with like the super cheesy acting which we'll get into but <laughs> somehow they are able to keep your attention so freaking well and i know 100% it has to do because of the sanderson sisters oh yeah the these three actresses are incredible together yeah and i am so excited to see them back
0: yeah me
1: too have you seen any of the clips or anything nope i'm I'm trying to go into this movie as like Smart fresh man. as I can I've seen one clip and like yeah the chemistry is still there oh good freaking good dude every time that they were they just like demanded the 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 audience
0: you oh a, yeah absolutely oh, so good
1: it, like I found myself getting Bored when it was like the the main actors <laughs> like
0: Max and Danny, dude. That's how I feel. I mean, Binx is awesome, um, but yeah, like I really don't care so much about um, Dan- not Danny Max, uh, and his um, at Max and Allison, you know, like hooking up and you know ending up together at the end, just. I- I really didn't care about that.
1: Yeah, dude. It's like one. I was so uninterested when they threw like after like with everything that happened after the centers... after they like were thrown into the furnace at the school. Yeah. Which? Why the hell do you have like a full blown human door at a on a furnace at a school?
0: Well. So, that so that's not the furnace. That is... Because they actually say what that was. A pottery kiln. Why do you have a human-sized pottery kiln? I have no idea. That is somehow worse to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I didn't even know what a kiln was. But now I do. Good to know. Dude,
1: that is freaking terrifying.
0: I mean... <laughs> It was the 90s, man. Truth.
1: I mean, it, it was like at that point where it might as well have been the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, dude. Straight up.
1: But damn. Um, but yeah, like it was so hard for me to get on the team. Of, like not on the team. Like I didn't obviously didn't want like child murder or anything, but I, I, I had a hard time wanting to root for
0: the the kids. There's a scene at the beginning, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me that I'm just like I probably wouldn't have had a kid say that, and just it's just very awkward. Um, is the part where uh, Danny like scares Max, and um, she jumps on his bed, and she's just like, "Ooh, I'm Allison, kiss me, come on, I'm Allison." I'm like. I don't care how old you. That I don't know. That that's that's a little too I know you for creep. <laughs> um, I I don't know that. I would think for how old Danny looks, like she's got to be what, like eight, eight or nine. I think that's what they said. Yeah, like I feel that like she would. I don't know. Maybe I'm like being too too like. Oh my god, Jonathan, she's a child. Who gives a shit? But I don't. I don't know. That line was just like it's eh, a little weird for a little sister to say to her big brother. That's
1: not. That's not even the weirdest line that they had. And we'll get into this with writing. But I had some <laughs> issues. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like everything else, though. I mean, there were some things that they didn't quite like explain super well, and it, like I get that it's just hey leave it up to the audience to figure out or like maybe there's some witch lore that i don't know about them stepping on like hallowed ground cuz i remember sarah and mary giving winifred the that warning saying oh my gosh look it's hallowed ground and then her being concerned about that but yeah. it's like we didn't know what that meant or at least if they did say what it meant it didn't like i don't know if they impact. did So, it's just, yeah, it's one of those things I'm like, okay, what the hell happened and why aren't the other two turning to stone? Because I thought it was the sunlight that was turning her to stone.
0: That's what I thought. Dude, honestly, I've thought
1: that ever since I was a kid. Yeah, so that's what I assume. So, this is like the first I'm hearing of her turning to stone because she was standing on hallowed ground.
0: Yeah. Well, learn something new every watch, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But this is just a super
1: entertaining movie. And it has to do m- solely because of the Sanderson ins- sisters. Oh, yeah. If they this, were not this, in
0: this. I'm, this movie would be boring as fuck. I'm just going <laughs> to say it right now.
1: Straight <laughs> up.
0: No freaking
1: joke there, dude. Like, it is border- it is borderline ridiculous how, like. How little I cared about Max,
0: Danny, and Allison. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, out of that um, group, I cared about the cat the most.
1: Yeah. Dude, which I think is so freaking funny. The the kid that
0: voiced the cat. Isn't isn't the actor that plays him in the yeah Where yeah it's find, like I swear voice. that they explained why they did that but I can't remember because yeah the guy that does the voice for the cat yeah I forget his name too yeah uh, he plays a uh, Max in a, a Goofy movie
1: yep gosh I wish they would
3: which I mean he Jace, was still young Jason
1: Jason Marsden that's yeah
0: that's his name Jason Marsden
1: maybe it's in like the trivia portion of IMDb. Let me see if I I can find it in there.
0: Their voices do somewhat
1: sound alike, a little bit. Dude, looking at it, it didn't work in the slightest. Maybe I'm too nice. Alright, so let's check this out. During a 20th anniversary screening of the film, Doug Jones revealed that the moths that come out of his mouth at the end are real. Ew That's disgusting It's like
0: but why <laughs>
1: The actor wore a mouth rig that was a, a latex pocket That is terrifying
0: Yeah that's that's gross Uh
1: I wanna see why they did the voice thing.
0: Oh that's tough. up What I think I just found the I think I found the answer. What's that? So this is what, what this is what Google just says. It says Sean Murray, the actor that played Thackeray, is best known for his role of Agent Tim McGee on the show and yes. During the audition of Focus Positive, po- wow! Wait, <laughs> wait, Jeff. Okay, wait, no, never mind. I thought that there was it was the same name. Wait, who? Jeff Fahey? I'm so confused. There's three freaking names here. Which is which? Okay, yeah, so that's... Okay, so yeah, that's the guy. Okay, I found it. Oh, you found it? Okay, awesome. Sean Murray played
1: the human version of Binks, and actor Jason Marsden voiced the character, both in his human and feline forms. In 2017, Marsden told the Daily Beast that producers dubbed his voice over Murray's because the actor sounded contemporary, and they thought it would be more realistic if Binks had an affected accent from the same time period as the Witches. So it's because his voice didn't sound like it came from the right period. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stupid reason to do a horrible dub.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that, at le- I mean, hopefully they at least told him. I'm sure they did. Unlike they did to the guy that um you've seen ghostbusters too, right yes um have i told you the whole situation that happened with the guy that played ego the carpathian the the portrait no so there's behind the scenes footage of the guy like actually staying the lines and everything um i'm sorry he sucks he's he doesn't know he he does not convey emotion at all um and so, they you know dubbed it over with another voice, but they didn't tell him that they had dubbed it over. He didn't find out until the uh, until the world premiere that Shit. um his yeah um so yeah I I I feel really bad. <laughs> I've always felt really bad for him um because that that's just effed up yeah that that's super effed
1: up <laughs> oh. Anyway, getting back into the story, there, there was a lot of focus, and it's hard for me to like separate this from writing, just because of how big of a role this played. <laughs> they seemed to do the complete opposite of slut-shaming Max <laughs> for being a virgin. Like, he got made fun of
0: so freaking yeah, dude, much, up. dude. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. Dude, the freaking way that his, uh, when he lights it and he's just like, wait, what happened? And his sister, like, dead, like, just dead stare, a virgin lit the candle.
1: I know, dude. It's like the entire time. Like, when they were freaking telling that fake cop, and then, like, the way that he, they're just like, a virgin lit the candle, and he, like, and he's just like, yes, yes, I lit the candle, okay? And then he looks over at him, looks over at Allison, looks back over at him. You're really a virgin? <laughs> like, yeah, I'll get it tattooed on my head. <laughs> <laughs> He's in high school, you creep. <laughs> oh
3: like, is being
1: is is not being a virgin something that like has to
0: happen in Salem? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, I mean, I'll full, uh, I mean. I'll fully admit, um, I'm sure considering that, you know, we were in Utah um, in the high school days, um, in a lot of states, I fully admit there are a lot of people that do lose their V card in high school.
1: I understand that, but to get made fun of for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Dude, and oh, I can't wait to get into acting too. Anyway, it's, I'm I'm trying to I'm tr- trying so hard to stick in story. <laughs> the story overall where it is these three witches that can be brought back to life with from a virgin lighting the black flame candle and the shenanigans that happen because they've been gone for 300 years and just like all of that that stuff. And then like the the route that they had to go to get their book back and all of this other like magic shit. Like it It seems very like when you kinda of put it together like how you're reading the synopsis, it it feels like it'd be very cluttered. But somehow they were able to pull it off really freaking well without making something like there were maybe some parts that were maybe a little overcomplicated, but not very many.
3: Yeah,
0: I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, Hell, they I, even made how they made their um, freaking potions pretty simplistic. Yeah, like they they simplified this a ton and it
1: was really nice to like watching this as like a critic and not just like a a typical consumer like it 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 feels it has a good flow it has good good energy like obviously that they're the i think where they struggle is r- writing good protagonists <laughs> but they wrote the antagonists amazingly Let's hope the second one does
0: better with the, the whole protagonist thing.
1: I I hope so. I genuinely yeah. hope so. <laughs> so, yeah. So my story is probably way higher than my writing score is.
0: I I would agree. What where what are you sitting at? I'd say I'm in the high 80s. So, I'm going to I'm going to go a solid 87. I think I'm like right there with you.
1: I might be a little lower though. So I'm going to go like an 86.
3: Okay. All
1: right, next up we got writing. And like I said, the big thing for me was how much Max seemed to get roasted for being a virgin <laughs> by
0: everyone. <laughs> Including and, what was it? Ice and um well, actually, wait, no, I don't know if they even make really really fun of him for being a virgin. Do they? His,
1: I think they do. I think Danny says something when they're like around, and he kind of gets roasted a little bit for that. He does.
0: They so bring okay. up they bring up his virginity a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess if you're the virgin that lit the candle, that that's your title for life. Yeah, or at least no, until the it's... Sanderson says die.
1: Yeah. So, I thought that was kind of... It got ridiculous after a certain point where I'm just like, he's a kid and I... Like, the the fake cop, when he's just like, really? Kind of giving him that, like, super judgy <laughs> vibe. I'd be like, dude, what? Is sh- he's in high school. You don't know his life.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, and you don't know how old this kid is either. Like, it could be, like, highly inappropriate for him to be having sex,
0: yeah. He could be only fifteen. I mean, he doesn't look fifteen, but
1: just saying. no, he freaking
0: looked like he was like thirty. Yeah, what is up with like back in like the eighties and nineties and even into the two thousands? They could not get actors <laughs> that actually looked like they could be in high school. Nowadays, I feel like they're getting a lot better with it, which I appreciate the hell out of. I feel but... like maybe they like back then they just had they didn't want to
1: go through the trouble of having to film, like, during, us like, the summer. And so they were just like, freaking screw it, we'll just get the kid that, like, looks closest to to this age and isn't in school anymore, so you're working with kids that are in their, like, early 20s already. Like, that's, that's just what I would assume. Like, that's it's kind of like the Tobey Maguire thing. Like, all those kids, dude... God, um, oh my god! And those have the like saying kids. It was with the biggest quotation marks you can throw up there. Like it, not realistic whatsoever. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, it was not.
1: But yeah, there's that. Um, like that was my my big issue with like the writing, just like Virgin roasting. <laughs> Um, I also didn't care for the bullies. I think they no, were just that's overwritten, or not overwritten. They weren't written very well. Like I, I can't stand bullies just for being a bully's sake.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I mean, I don't know the way that I look at it. I mean, this what I feel. Um. The 90s was before like bullying, like really actually like became a. I mean, I'm sure it was still a problem back then, but it wasn't until like our, I, I feel our age like really came around or our demographic. Wow. Our generation, god damn it, um, came around that like bullying actually like started to be taken seriously. Um, like it actually like really could like mess someone up. Um, and so I feel that. Th- Bullying is like in this kind of movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be taken as a joke, um. So I get where you're coming from. Like, you, you, like you know, like they're bullies for the sake of just being bullies. But I guess, like, movies got a movie. So I guess, and
1: still not not the biggest fan of of that. No, no, like it's just I, I, it I, just, I just feels over the top.
0: That. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll fully admit, I, if I was a bully in a uh, high school, I would not freaking shave uh, the name that I wanted to be called on the back of my head. Freaking dumb! That, it's like it, he does realize he's gonna have to redo that like every two weeks,
3: right?
1: <laughs> it's on, and it's on the saying. back of his head too. Yeah. Like you're yeah. not getting that done right every single time. No. Nope. Like, I feel like a well-written bully is someone like, just off the top of my head, like Flash Thompson from Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, the MCU. Like, I feel like that's well-written, where he's being a bully, but just no one's really, like, taking it super serious. (laughs) Yeah. Which I appreciate. I like that a lot. Yeah. And, like, he gets those, like... Funny little quips in and and whatever, and it's it's it is like roasting like Peter Parker, but it does it's just not taken super serious. And I feel like this it's just very very cheesy bullying and kind of yeah eh about
0: it. The um freaking when uh they're set up at the end of that person's like um walkway and are charging Andy and he says yeah 10 chocolate bars no liquor so I'm like 10 chocolate bars damn dude fat ass yeah no <laughs> shit <laughs> just like good hell dude and they're they
1: like i think some other writing issue like what you said what Danny was saying like making fun of Max at the beginning, being like, "Ooh, I'm out. like that," felt weird. Like I anything with the the, the protagonist felt w- a little awkward. Like how he, how Max went downstairs and he was like in a, just a normal jacket and a hat, and his dad's like, "What are you supposed to be?" And he's like, "I'm a rap singer." <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! Yeah. No, you're not.
3: <laughs> and then Dude, I don't know if I'm just... going to
1: be the type of dad that can like take shit like that from a from my child seriously. Like, if my <laughs> kid came down and was just, like, in the quote-unquote coolest clothes that he could find and just trying to, like, play a hard-ass... I don't know if I could keep myself from laughing in that kid's face. <laughs> you know what? Fair <laughs> enough, man. Fair enough. Like, especially if he po- played it off like that, like he's... I'm a rap singer.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go to hell. Shut up. No, you're no would you you're have not you're an it?
0: angsty teenager you freaking asshole <laughs> would you have followed it with what um danny calls him when um they call out his costume and she's just like for your information he's a little leaguer that was funny as hell to that, me that was i
1: i was just like <laughs> i i yeah i laughed really freaking hard with that because it's just like she she heard what he
0: was supposed to be (laughs) oh yeah absolutely
2: can we talk
0: about speaking of like his dad you know talking to him about the whole can we talk about the parents for a minute because those mother effas were at a party to like Six o'clock in the freaking morning. After what happened with their kids, like how they came running in, they're just like, "Hey, you know, we need your help. We need your help with the Sanderson sisters are back." Yada yada yada, and they don't think that. I mean, even though they don't believe them, they don't think to maybe, oh, you know, maybe we should go looking for our kids, make sure that they're okay. Well, I get it's the '90s. Okay, well, the Sanderson sisters
1: put the adults under a spell. Like that wasn't yeah, just shit, some musical did. number for a musical number.
0: That was a spell. Fuck, they did. <laughs> Fuck, they did. God damn it! <laughs> All right, you know we're going to yeah. introduce a new segment on this show. How stupid <laughs> can Jonathan be, or Rose <laughs> can be? Um. So this is the, this is the first of many. No, um, that like yeah. I I get it. They're not super clear about that. Like, I'm still just... a, I'm still a fucking idiot.
1: No, like I didn't. The only reason that I know that is because they were a like the way that the the parents like went completely like blank faced and were doing like dancing right after Winifred was saying, like dance, dance, dance until you die. And oh, so yeah. I'm like, and like I I'm not a hundred percent certain. That it was a spell, like, there's still some doubt in my mind. Maybe they are just, like, horrible parents. (laughs) But, in, like, with that, and it's just like, okay, she says this, she, like, has this whole song about putting a spell on them, says, dance, dance, dance until you die, and then on top of that, like, hey, she's a witch. Is it completely outside the realm of possibility that she (laughs) has to do a musical number to put these people under a spell? Like, for me, it's just taking those steps, being like, okay, like, that's probably why they're not, like, that shitty. (laughs) Okay,
0: so I'm only half
1: of an idiot. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's something you can easily miss. (laughs) It's, it's...
0: (laughs) Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Not even going to (laughs) argue. Just, Yep, you're half an idiot, Rose. Let's go. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you. <laughs> you know what? I respect it. I respect
1: it. <laughs> oh. Don't even lie, you would have done the exact same thing to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. There's no doubt. Yeah. Um uh, I'm trying to think of like some other like writing issues. Like I felt like Binks kind of got a little, like, I think maybe he was the voice that felt out of place. Well, I, I disagree, but this is me. Yeah, and um. dude, the, the way that they freaking talked aggravated the ever-living shit out of me. Like when they were talking, like who's... when no, when Binks was talking to like the kids versus how he talked to the sisters, and he's just
0: like the the way that they just overused the. Oh, he like goes back to like olden times, yeah, where it's like, like he talks like <laughs> <laughs> he talks just fine modern times to the to the kids, but when he's talking to them witches, like yeah,
1: like they're the. <laughs> Like, they're. Quotes, how dare dude. ye
0: come back, thee?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's like exactly how I would talk if I didn't know how to freaking talk old style. Like,
0: you know what? Fair enough. Same. It, just, it was
1: ridiculous. It was just <laughs> utterly ridiculous. The, and don't get me wrong, it works. It's just cheesy as all hell, and I kind of got a docket for the cheese.
0: I will okay. I will add to writing. I feel that was two parts that were good. Uh, I feel one outshined the other. Were two situations that the Sanderson, Sanderson sisters got in. Was the was the scene with the bus driver? That was pretty good, but yeah. I feel feel what overshadowed. That was the. <laughs> The old guy dresses the devil, and I'm actually believing that he was Satan. That was great.
3: Uh,
1: that yeah. is definitely a highlight of the movie for for me at least. Oh yeah, same um, there. Yeah, it is so good. It's so freaking good, and I, I especially I, think whereby... I feel like oh sorry. No, I was just. I think where my my issues lie with kind of everyone is they they just seem very inconsistent. Like Max always seems kind of like afraid, wanting to run away, but then he has these moments of like of courage that just feel out of character for him.
0: That's fair. And
1: then the same thing with the Sanderson sisters. Like Winifred seems like very capable, very smart. And then it's like her two sisters are the dummies, but then she goes and falls for random shit too. Like how she, like, I think it would have been funny if the, um, I think it would have been funnier for Winifred to, like, know that it wasn't really the son. Maybe get, like, a little worried, being like, okay, what the hell is this? And when a a light comes shining into her window, and being like, oh my god!" like, being afraid of that, but then realizing it's not burning her or anything, and then the only reason that she's, like, distracted and, like, long enough for Max and Danny to get away is because her sister's, like, back to, like, fall on her (laughs) and, like, knock her over. Okay and then like i i also i had some issues like with um with Danny's line when they're like leaving the house and she's like stops at the door and then Allison's just doing this thing where she's she's pointing to the car like yeah we know what you're supposed to get to and then Danny turns around or Max turns around and he's like like let's go and she, Danny suddenly gets like super gangster and like i want to see her turn to dust and then like, You're not Laurie you
0: t- Strode. It's not like you need to watch Michael Myers burn.
1: Yeah, I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> and then, then she like has this like moment of real like, like oh, like, like, oh, her, never mind. Yeah, it's like something freaking someone flipped a switch in her mind, turned her into a freaking gangster, and it switched it back. And then she like came to her senses and I was like, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> like there was no point for that whatsoever. Yeah, it-
0: yeah, I I I did not like it at all. Um speaking of that, um did you um have you watched like any of the deleted scenes um for Halloween kills? This is just like random, but I, I actually want to know if you have. No. So there and I hate that they deleted the scene cuz they should have put it in. There's a scene with um Sheriff Br- Bracket like the security guard at the hospital. Okay. Do remember... So do you remember him from the original movie, Sheriff Bracket, when um uh Annie's father? Yes. Okay. So there's um a scene so they deleted a scene where he goes and talks to Allison and um, you know, like asks like, Oh, what is it him? You know, he killed my daughter Annie and she uh says, you know, yeah, yeah, it it, it was him um, you know, we burned Michael Myers alive in our basement and he's just like, I would have loved to watch him burn that kind of the, like him and like Laurie Strode, that kind of shit. Yeah, that makes absolute sense why they're just like, yeah, I would love to see this motherfucker burn. Um, yeah, Danny's is just like um, it. It's not warranted. Yeah, they just kind of
1: like. they just kind of snatched you and tied you to to a chair and threatened to eat you. It's not like they did anything other. Actually, than that.
0: did, yeah,
1: yeah. So it just felt very odd for her. Like I said, to go gangster in that moment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. Anyway.
1: So, like I said, my my score for my the writing is pretty a lot lower than story like personally i think i'm not even cracking the
0: 80s with it
1: i think you know what i feel the same way i think i'm down like 78 range you know what i'm gonna match you all right next up we got acting So, the main cast, or who I would consider the main cast, uh, we got Bette Midler, who played Winifred, Sarah Jessica Parker, who played Sarah, Uh, Kathy Najimy, who played Mary, Omri Katz, who played Max, Thora Birch, who played Danny, and Vanessa Shaw, who played Allison um and then we had uh Thackeray Binks who was voiced by James or Jason Marsden um, but he was just kind of a a voice so yeah so I don't think this is gonna be super hard but who's your top three? <laughs>
0: Um. So shocker! It's um all three of the Sanderson sisters, just in a different order. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So uh, number three, um, I would give to Sarah. I I loved her. Don't get me wrong. Um, Sarah Jessica. It's really funny that she's played by Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I know, right? Her name's Sarah. That's really funny. Um, but she she's amazing. She's hilarious. Um. (laughs) I always laugh at the part at the beginning when she like puts so much emphasis on Dead Man's Toe, Dead Man's Toe. It's just freaking dancing around. I love it. <laughs> She's freaking great. Like All three of them are great. Um, Dude, and, I, and the song...
1: I have the exact same issue with her in this role that I have with Heath Ledger as Joker. I cannot... For the life of me, see Sarah Jessica Parker in in Sarah Sanderson. Like you know how you can like look at an actor that's like all dressed up in makeup or or whatever, like or in a mask or wh- whatever it may be, like Christian Bale as Batman. I can see Christian Bale in Batman, right? Okay, yeah. I cannot see Sarah Jessica Parker in Sarah Sanderson at all, no matter how much I try. I'm like, I do not understand what's happening here, but you could tell, like, if someone were to come out and be like, okay, like, just kidding, guys, like, Sarah Jessica Parker didn't really play Sarah Sanderson, I would believe it in a a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, that raises a question. Do you feel the same way with how she looks in Hocus Pocus 2? Just no. That what, she was yeah. in that, I was just like, yeah, that's straight up just Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> dude, save. Yeah, dude, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, it does not look like her at all. Just yeah, everything. Yeah, oh yeah, in the sequel. Oh yeah, that is that is absolutely Sarah Jessica Parker.
1: Yeah. It's just like I said, no matter how hard I freaking try, <laughs> I cannot. Find Sarah Jessica Parker in her. It is that's the weirdest thing for me, dude. Like I said, it's the same thing with Heath Le- Heath Ledger's Joker. The only time that I ever saw Heath Ledger in the Joker was when he was like dressed up as a cop without makeup. That's the only time I'm like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's Heath Ledger. Yeah, but but when he has the makeup on, he, no, can't freaking see it.
0: <laughs> I man it's just a craftsman to both their works in these movies
1: yeah so it it blows my freaking mind and eat like every time i watch hocus pocus because i try so hard so freaking hard like i will pause the movie and just stare at her and be like i <laughs> cannot see her <laughs>
0: You're just like Elsa, show yourself.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my, exactly. That, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> uh, um, so, you put her in at, at number three? Yes. Um,
0: I feel that these two will surprise you. Number two, I'm gonna give to Bette Midler. What? Y- yeah, yeah. I I have good reasoning. <laughs> All right, idea. let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> um, absolutely as incredible, astonishing. As Winifred, um, she is the main star of this movie, and there's a reason why she's the main witch. She's amazing. She's hilarious. There is like nothing bad that you can say about. It her not only as an actress but this character. I mean, of course she's a witch, so she's a bitch. Um but uh, <laughs> <laughs> she plays her so well that you you just can't help but love her. Feel the way with all three of them. Um but um number 1 I would actually give to Catherine Najimi, is that her? Name? Uh yes. Okay. Uh who plays Mary? Ever since the first time that I saw this movie, she was always my favorite witch. I love her so much. She's freaking hilarious. Just everything about her. I I I just love. I'm catch myself like quoting some of her lines uh, every single time that I watch this movie, and I don't even mean to. Like especially the part where uh, they're leaving um, the devil's uh, house, and she's just like, "Oh, it's candy. Why would the master give us candy?" Just
1: I that is a extremely controversial top three. Or at least not not top three. I think everyone can agree the Sanderson sisters are the best part of this movie. That is a very controversial ranking of the Sanderson Sisters.
0: Bring it, people. Let's go. Yeah. You might have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's my um, ranking. I ain't changing it. Let's hear
3: yours. Yeah,
1: mine. I think is the more. At least I, I. I think it might be. I feel like mine is the. Like the typical ranking of the of the three. I would put Kathy Najimi at number three. All right, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> dude. You know you have a freaking controversial outlook on this. This is the no, same thing as Hawkeye true. being your favorite Avenger. True, it's a good point. Like, so I like. Don't get me wrong; they're all great. Like, the, the if they were compete, like it. If they're competing, like if I was ranking this, all three of these girl ladies would tie for number 1 like they are incredible and it's hard to like view them as individuals especially in like a role like this where they're so reliant on each other's chemistry but i think Catherine and jimmy came off as a little bit more i'll say i'll say annoying in a way and I, I know I mean, that was uh, done on purpose, so it's hard for me to, like, judge her for that. Um, Sarah, on the other hand, like, she was... She was fine. Like, it, they all of them were, were so good in their roles. Like, so good. It's just... I think I liked Sarah a little bit more than I liked Mary. <laughs> and then Winifred's just my favorite. Like, I... I think she's so freaking funny. <laughs> no, she is. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. And like I said, I love how she, like, calls her sisters idiots or imbeciles after falling for the exact same thing that they just did. Dude, right? <laughs> Seriously,
3: though.
1: Like, I feel like she, especially with, like, the reign of death thing that Max tried pulling... I I feel oh, like yeah. she she fell for that harder than everyone
0: else. Oh my god! Like seriously, just the way that she like overreacted. Yeah. So I like I said I freaking loved
1: the Sanderson sisters. They were the best part of the of Hocus Pocus. They are Hocus Pocus. Yep. Like I'm pretty sure if you ask anyone that who hasn't seen Hocus Pocus in a while, or maybe even since last year. Like, hey, who's the the main character in Hocus Pocus? They'll say the Sanderson sisters. I yep. hey, do you remember uh, the other three people's names? Do you remember the cats' names? Bet you don't, <laughs> unless you're like a diehard fan of Hocus Pocus. Then anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's my ranking of them. What? <sighs> what are you giving for acting? Cause I had a really difficult time thinking
0: about this one. I do too. Cause like the three main are like so great, but then like the besides, um, uh, Jason, wasn't Jason Marsden, right? Yes. So I, I really liked his performance as well. I mean, definitely not as much as, um, the Sanderson sisters, but I still feel he did a really good job. Um, it's just everybody else that uh brings down my acting score for me um so i don't i don't know are you i want to say I'm in like this are you in the 70s or 80s unfortunately i think i'm in the the 70s
1: i think i'm too okay by themselves the Sanderson sisters, I would put mid to high 80s.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: It is literally everyone else that brings this movie down. It's yeah, the... Enough. Especially freaking Max. Like, I think Max is the worst part of this movie.
0: Yeah. I, I can Yeah, I can agree with that. Like...
1: Danny was pretty good, like she was an annoying little kid, but that was her role. Like she's supposed yeah. to play annoying little kid. Allison was kind of a competent third wheel, I would say, to the Max Danny duo. And yeah. she was just kind of served as like the insight to the Sanderson sister's history. <laughs> so I mean she played a decent role. But, again, not super memorable. Like, yeah, I am willing true. to bet I'm
0: probably not going to remember her name next week. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how many. Well, how many times have you seen this movie? Can you think? Uh, I saw it most Halloweens
1: growing up. Okay. So, as an adult, maybe like three times. Okay. Like if you count like as a as a kid, probably like ten total from remembering. That's right. about
0: what. Yeah, that's about what I'm out to.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm really familiar with this movie. Like I probably could have done this movie without having watched it, but I did watch it today. Same, so
0: <laughs> yeah, same. But yeah, I did I did the same thing because I mean I'm always down to rewatch this movie. Yeah, it, I like to have it fresh in my. Fresh
1: in my mind, yeah. If we would have done like maybe any other movie, I pr- that would that I that's not like themed like this. I probably wouldn't have watched it <laughs> if I was yeah. as familiar with it. Like if it was one another one from my childhood, but this is one that I have no issue re like coming back to.
0: Yeah, same here.
1: So like I said, the the main three for me, I'd be in the high eighties. But it's everyone else. There's, yeah. there's not another single good actor in the group for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just Jason Marsden. But it's like, I've seen him do
1: better. Yeah. It was an odd choice to have them do a
0: dub. Yeah, that's just weird.
1: And it's like, at that point, why don't you just let him be the kid?
0: Cause I mean, yeah, he was still young enough. I think a guys like yeah, in his he... like his forties, so he would have been in his twenties.
1: And uh, let me look at his picture just before I make this statement. <laughs> he has a major case of baby face. See, like it is not even funny how. Yeah, bad his baby face is.
0: There's a reason why he usually keeps a beard. He's like Haley Joel Osment. That's like the only way that they can try to look older. Yep. So
1: yeah, um, easily could have played.
0: Thackery face. Thackery. Uh, We're gonna. If there is actually someone with a list that listens to this, we're gonna get so much shit. Yeah, whatever. No. But yeah, I I'm
1: fu- like I think if it was just the actors, like just the additional actors, I think I'd be down in like the the mid sixties. <laughs> Damn, like I would n- I would not be nice to, like. Th- not even a little bit. So I think if I were to average that out I think I'm in like the mid 70s. (laughs) Maybe just be giving a couple bonus points to the Sanderson sisters I might go up to like a 76. That's what I'm
0: thinking. I'm going to go 76.
1: Alright next up we got character development. Which this is kind of a max story. Yeah. So is it really that high?
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: it's not. It's it's average. I wouldn't say it's low. Fair but enough. But it's it's
0: definitely more Fair on enough. the average side. No. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I guess it is nice that you know, like he actually does get the girl at the end. At least they didn't were weren't just like oh no uh turns out she actually still has a boyfriend so yeah and
1: he does become a better brother to Danny like their relationship that is true. does grow stronger from what it originally has and then he also i feel grows a a strong appreciation for Salem which I'm not sure if the play or the synopsis explained it He moved from California to Salem.
0: It did not. So nice job adding
1: that. Yeah. So I think him just appreciating his his new environment a little bit helped a lot too with his his growth. So it he he does grow very like a lot as a character, and you kind of get to see some of that progression, which is nice. Yeah, I
0: agree. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I don't think they make any crazy leaps where it's like, oh, suddenly like a super out of character moment. Like everything feels within the scope of something that's happened to him in the span of this movie. Yeah, like he kind of starts off as a non-believer in like magic and witches and all like all things spooky. Yeah, and then grows into a believer. And it, it's it's just it's nice to see. I I, I actually is. I really like movies like that, where they where it's like a non-believer to a believer.
0: It is nice. I I will absolutely agree with you on that one. Yeah. So I appreciated the hell out of that s- story.
1: Um, like I said, fairly average though.
0: So yeah. Where Where would you be at? Yeah, just because it was fairly average. I'm honestly like seventy
1: five. I might go a little bit higher to. I I think I'm on the same level as like the acting score. Okay. So I'm gonna give it a seventy six. All right. Next up, we got effects, which we can't be too harsh on because this was a. I don't think this had a theatrical release, right? No, it did. It did. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety-three. So, what else came out in nineteen ninety-three? Okay. I'm not super upset with the like the kind of movies that were coming out in nineteen ninety-three. Like comparing like the graphics and and everything. What are we looking at? Um, So, first one is Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, God. Okay, say what you will about that movie. It's not the worst. It's probably the worst of that trilogy. It's the worst of that trilogy.
0: It's the worst Ninja Turtles movie, period. That might be a little harsh, but I also... I I like the Michael Bay movies better than that piece of shit. You... Take that back, you son of a bitch! (laughs) No, I will not, because I don't care um, if those were, uh, you know, like still like um, the kind of costumes that they used from uh, the first and second movie. Considering that um, the Jim Henson Company had gone out at that gone out of business at that point, they had to go to a new studio to get the costumes for the third one, and they look like shit, in my opinion. They don't look as good as the first and second one. So, and just. Don't get me started with the stupid ass freaking jokes in that movie. With the, help, I'm a turtle and I can't get up. Or, oh, I swallowed a fly. I hope it wasn't an ancestor. So (laughs) stupid. I hate that freaking movie. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. Dude, I hate Ninja Turtles 3. I. It. Like. I don't know. Like. Mm, Yeah, I I hate that movie.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at all the movies that came out in 1993, and none of them seem to be very good. (laughs) Like, I'm leaving out the animated movies because, like, Nightmare Before Christmas came out in 1993, and, like, Tombstone, but that's, like, a western. So I'm not really counting that. Like, Demolition Man... There's not a lot. Damn. Adam's Family Values came out in 1993.
0: That's actually kind of funny considering that they make an Adam's Family joke in the third Ninja Turtles movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so
1: not super impressed. So I think I am... I think I'm justified in saying that the effects weren't absolutely horrible. There were some oh, yeah, that no, were definitely agree.
0: like not super great green screen. Like especially when they were flying. yeah, yeah I mean and there I mean that was all wire work. Um yeah. yeah,
1: so it's like you kind of gotta give it a pass for that
0: yeah for for wire work it's it's not bad like for ninety three I think they did a good job,
1: yeah, I'll say this, as far as uh effects go practicality was huge in this,
0: oh yeah, absolutely,
1: like just about Billy the zombie. Like him alone was amazing.
0: Yeah, that looks super good. Or he looks super good.
1: Yeah, super freaking scary.
0: Um
1: I mean and they didn't have like I think what makes this movie kind of timeless, even though it does take place like way back when, they don't have too many references or anything that's like Brings us back to the the nineties, other than like maybe the fashion.
0: Yeah, I was yeah that and like the part where they're like um actually like um trick or treating and like you can like see some of the cars in the background, so you're like okay yeah that's the, that's definitely nineties. But yeah, they 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 never really come out and say oh yeah welcome to the nineties. Yeah, like, which I nothing, appreciated
1: a lot. Yeah, there's nothing that really ages this movie other than the, the effects and the effects that they did have were not horrible. Like when she's when Winifred's using magic and blasting the, the shit out of Max, like it was such a small part. Like the effects were so minimal, like the effect when Max is drink, like after Max had drank the potion And he just kind of has this, like, white aura around him. Like, very minimalistic. And they do show that, like, Winifred can, like, suck that in. Yeah. But it's, like I said, it's so minimal. It's just, it's hard to, like, judge it.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I absolutely agree.
1: Um, The Black Flame looked really good. Super, like, they're... Their effects were basic, but effective.
0: Even the freaking
1: eye on the book, that looked really good. Yeah, freaking practicality up the ass with that one. Yeah. So, I don't know about you, but I'm actually putting the effects pretty high with this one. I would agree, too. Yeah. Like, even though this this is a nineties movie and like the special effects aren't up to par, I think given the time period set in like the early nineties, it's I don't think this movie had like a crazy big budget. At least I don't think they did. I think it was like twenty million. Yeah, so I mean it's not okay, so 28 million and then they made 45 back like worldwide.
0: I know with like how many like home video sales though they've had since then it's definitely made its money back and then some.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, I I'm pretty pretty high. Like probably not nineties high, but I'm in like eighty nine range at least. I can match that. Alright, moving on over to music. And dude This soundtrack was bitching. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't love I put a spell on you? Like come on. That that song, that scene is just iconic. They did not have a whole lot of songs on this. Yeah, honestly, that's, like, the only one that, like, comes to my mind.
1: Yeah, so they have I Put a Spell on You, Sarah's Theme, one called Witchcraft, one called A Saber Dance, Chants and Incantations, Divertimento, number 17, and Row, Row, Row Your Boat and that's everything that was, that's on their soundtrack. Wow. Damn. So, and they they have I put a spell on you three different times. <laughs> I love it. But that's a, a it's it's a good one. It's hard Absolutely. to say that it's not a it's not good. Yeah,
0: dude, seriously though.
1: I honestly the only thing that I think it's missing is maybe more songs i think what yeah. what's what's keeping this from being a, like a solid 10 for me is like just an an amazing score and just a couple more songs to kind of g- get you in that witchy mood but i put a spell on you is such a good song i think that alone and then obviously the Additional songs, kind of put it at a nine for me. oh Dude, yep. <laughs> Won't even argue that, or it's not even gonna. It's not hard to convince you of shit.
0: <laughs> not with this movie. Not with this
1: movie. All right, next up we got costumes, and what can we say other than pure perfection?
0: I would honestly give this a ten. I I'm I'm damn near willing to give it a 10. Yeah. It's oh, they're just so good. They
1: are so dude. good. And then not like not even counting the Sanderson sisters. Like everyone else, like it's Halloween. Like all the costumes felt like really freaking good. Yeah. Even like, Danny's witch costume looked really good. Yeah. Like everyone's costume other than Max being a freaking asshole. I mean, hey, he's a little leaguer, freaking dumb.
0: <laughs> but aren't you sweet?
1: It is. It's ridiculously good how, like, iconic the Sanderson sisters are in this. How they look.
0: Have you um, seen on TikTok? There's this lady and her husband that are taking those um. You know those like giant skeletons they sell like Home Depot or some shit that are mm-hmm. like I forget how freaking tall they are, but like, like they're ridiculously are so... tall. Yeah, so they bought three of them, and they actually are dressing them up as the Sanderson sisters. No shit, it's so freaking cool. I'll have to I'll have to send you the video. Um, but yeah, like literally, she said the only thing that they need to work on is like adding maybe, like, a little bit more fabric to the, um, skirts, um, and then getting wigs that are actually, like, um, weatherproof, waterproof, um, and, like, kind of fit more on the, uh, the head, but, yeah, they look so freaking cool. Dude. That is epic. Right? Oh, yeah. It's so awesome.
3: Yeah.
1: So, I have, like, I said, no issues giving them a 10, because... The Sanderson sisters have an iconic like silhouette. You can tell who they are based solely off the silhouette.
0: Absolutely.
1: And it it's freaking awesome. Like Winifred's big poofy like hair, Mary's like pumpkin stem. <laughs> yeah,
0: hairdo. no, that's a perfect way to explain it.
3: Yeah,
1: it oh, so good. So good. And then on top of that, whoever the hell did Sarah Jessica Parker's makeup in this made her damn near unrecognizable to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, they did absolute perfection. The, the, oh, so good. Like, I cannot say enough good things about their outfits. And, like, their outfits are are so cool. Like, they're, they they kind of have this, like, really neat, like, regal feel about them. Wasn't. Sorry, you're just staring at me blankly, I thought. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> like I I, I thought, yeah. like, I was supposed to, like, say something else. I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to say? Oh, no, I just... They just
1: have a really great look about them. And, yeah, it's fantastic. Like, these, these three are iconic in... Every way, like the, the way that they act, their outfits, everything. It is amazing. And then, Absolutely. like I said, that's not even getting into Billy's outfit. Who is, who is played, by the way, by the famous Doug Jones. Like, do you know remind
0: what... Me who, remind me who Doug Jones is again?
1: you would not know his face oh shit okay but you would you will know a lot of this this shit okay okay let me find one he was the amphibian man in the shape of water i've never seen that movie but okay i know what you're talking about okay he was Trying to find one that I think you might have seen. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. I just need to find it. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Hellboy and Hellboy 2?
0: I have not. You haven't seen the original Hellboy? Nope. Never. I. Pfft, shit. It's like, well, we can't be bros anymore. Well, podcast <sighs> has ended
1: shit that's his most like his most infamous role
0: i'm sorry Did, okay
1: he played the silver surfer
0: okay okay
1: i know that <laughs> <laughs> um damn it dude his like he <laughs> there's a bunch that i know him from that i kn- know you haven't seen but he is like infamous for wearing these crazy freaking outfits like he this man acts behind a mask like you don't know you you would not recognize his face but you would recognize his outfits okay and it's just, it's insane, like how much shit he's been in where he's just covered up. Have you seen Pan's
0: Labyrinth? No. Damn it! <laughs> Own it! I haven't watched it. Okay, have
1: Have you seen stuff from it? No. You haven't? You, so you know nothing about Pan's Labyrinth? Nope.
2: Oh, son of a bitch! You
1: freaking, good? Yeah, freaking bug got on me. Wow. Oh. I really need to freaking seal up my window. I freaking have a wall unit in it, and it's letting bugs in, and it pisses me off. Okay, well, I don't thought you... you might have known Doug Jones, but. Sorry to disappoint you. Do you know anything from Hellboy?
0: No, not really. Just so Ron Perlman as Hellboy.
1: Do you know his partner, Abe Sapien? Nope. Okay, well, I... (laughs) Never mind that. Well, I'm disappointed now. Yeah. Anyway, that's who Doug Jones is.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
1: So, yeah. Freaking just iconic outfits all around. And... Yeah. All right, last up we got personal scores. So I'll take this one since you're signing this off. Okay. I have a very that freaking bug. Sorry. Got distracted. It, like was climbing on my wall and I was trying to like figure out what to kill it with and then it flew off.
0: Oh yeah, hell no, I'd be out i be out yeah. that door so fast. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, My feelings towards this movie. It's not one. At least not anymore. That I actively seek out during the Halloween season. But if someone wants to watch it. I'm like totally game. And I will sit through whatever part of the movie is on. If like, they're in the middle of watching it. Just want to start watching it. If it's near the end, middle, whatever, like I, I'll watch it, and it's it's one that I I highly enjoy. Um, I think the Sanderson sisters are amazing and, like I said, iconic as all hell. Like they are like a peak Halloween symbol in my eyes. And. With that, I'm I'm putting my personal score. I'm gonna go eighty, eighty five. I think that's as as high as I I can go for for that one. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, love it, like love it to death, but eighty five. I mean, I feel like eighty five's still pretty high. So,
0: yeah, no, no, I absolutely agree. Um, so much that uh, I, I'm i going to actually match it on this one too. Um, God damn it. My keyboard wants to work. Uh, yeah, so 85 for me as well. Um, I absolutely agree with what Caleb said. This is not a movie, any, at least anymore, that I really s- um, seek to watch every single Halloween. But yeah, if someone is down to watch this, I'm absolute game. If like this is their first time watching it, yep, I'll be there. Um, cause it's that good of a uh uh oh my jeez Louise it's that good of a Halloween movie. Um, the three main actresses that play the Sanderson sisters, amazing chemistry, so good together. Um, it's just the the rest of the cast that uh brings the um movie down just a tad. Um, but it is made up by other stuff. Um, so yeah, eighty five for me.
1: Hell yeah. Alright, well with that that brings us to the conclusion of this breakdown. So the final Albros letter grade for Hocus Pocus has come to
0: A B. Alright. I like it.
1: Yeah, a very, very strong B as well. It's it's sitting at an eighty five percent. Like on the dot? On the dot. Which I I I doubt happens like ever.
0: Yeah, dude, seriously, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so it is sitting on the exact same level as the Oath, which is funny enough as a Thanksgiving movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Um but it puts it below the Lion King the remake. okay uh, puts it be- uh, or so Lion King was at an 85.1 so it's like barely above. Uh, then it is below the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is at an 85.37. It is below Harry Potter and the sorcerer's Stone, which is at an 85.43. It is also below Candyman 2021, which is at an 85.56, which is also the same as Cruella. So it is also below Cruella, which is at the exact same 85.56. But going the opposite direction, Hocus Pocus is above the Matrix Resurrections, which is at an 84.7. It is above Christopher Robin, which is at an 84.56. It is above Prey, which is at an 84.43, and it is, or it is also above Avengers: Age of Ultron, which is at an 84.37. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then finally, it is above Solo: A Star Wars Story. Edit. Which is at an eighty four point two one. Not bad. Yeah. So the margins here are tight, like tight, tight, tight. Like, weren't like solo isn't even a full percentage away from it. Damn. Like solo oh. it. So the difference between solo and hocus pocus is literally
0: 0.8%. D- Shit. Yeah.
1: Damn. And the difference between like our top B movie, which is the The Force Awakens, that's like the highest B that we have so far. The difference between Hocus Pocus and The Force Awakens is also
0: 0.8. Wow.
1: So, it's not even a full percentage difference. Which is why we love this system. It just gives us, like, very... Like, we're getting down to, like, the thousandths of a place. <laughs> and I, I love when that happens. Like, a full percentage difference from... Um, from Hocus Pocus... Going down would be Thor Ragnarok. So Thor Ragnarok is a full percentage lower than Hocus Pocus. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. And then going the opposite direction, getting a full percentage. um, Mr. Peabody and Sherman is a full percentage above uh, Hocus Pocus. But Mr. Peabody and Sherman is is at a B plus. Oh okay, okay, gotcha. So like I said, the margins are toit <laughs> like toit toit toit. <laughs> but this is why I freaking love this system, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like how. I love when our scores can be so exact like this. Like it just makes makes it so good, like so interesting. And I I love that um, that we are able to figure out where this one
0: sat. And I'm not the least bit upset about it. No, I'm not either. Not at all. All right. Well, I'd say that um, we'll end this episode. Um, If you like what you heard and want to hear more, uh, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere, basically. You just found out where we are by, you know, listening to this episode. Um, but, you know, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, all that fun jazz. Um, If you prefer to listen on YouTube, you can absolutely listen to all episodes over there. We upload them all. Wow. Let's just pretend I never said that sentence. But yeah, they're all on YouTube. Um, If you want to follow us on social media, where you can DM us with episode ideas, answer our questions of the week. I shouldn't have even brought that up, because when was the last time we did that? I'm sorry. It's been a Um, long-ass time, dude. Yeah. I'm starting
1: to... Maybe it'd it'd be worth trying to throw one in a TikTok. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. I don't know.
0: Yeah, why not? It's like maybe Yeah. No. Um so yeah, if you wanna um DM us with any episode, idea, the answer th- god damn it, I meant to not read that. Um <laughs> or if you would like to join us, we'd love to have anyone on um, the uh, those social media platforms are as followed facebook.com forward slash the all bros twitter instagram and tiktok at the all bros or if you prefer email you can email us at the all bros channel at gmail.com uh, if you want to check out our website tinyurl tinyurl dot com forward slash the all bros if you want to get to know us better a little better um, that's a really good place to check us out there or you can go buy our merch uh, we we have a store on T. I am like really screwing this up, and I'm very sorry. Um, we have a store at Teepublic, tpubliccom forward slash user, forward slash the channel, um, where you can find most of Caleb's artwork. It's just some that unfortunately got taken down because of stupid copyright. Um, so if there is one that you've seen that got copyrighted and you actually do want it made, head over to our website, and we can uh, g- help you uh, get that done. Um, so yeah, uh, next week, Caleb, what are we doing next week? Uh, next week
1: we will be doing fingers crossed over the top with special oh, yeah. guest Ben Bowman from the angry dad ben. podcast.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. I'm sorry.
1: Which is funny. Cause next week's his turn for the promo. <laughs> hey,
0: what a coincidence! Um, but yeah, uh, so that will do it for this week. Um, wow, I'm sorry. Uh, until next time, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan, and I'm Caleb, and we will see you guys next week. I'm not even gonna try to do the. <laughs> I'm too, I'm sorry. I'm like too out of it to do it. So,
3: see ya, <laughs>
1: deuces.